I'm Itır Eraslan and this is the Marketing Meeting Podcast, the place where I meet with marketing experts to talk about the latest news, tools and strategies that matter in today's marketing world. Hello and welcome to the new episode of the Marketing Meeting. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Samantha Kelly and we'll be talking about Twitter. Uh, Samantha, also known as the Twitter goddess, uh, is an award-winning Twitter expert. She is the author of The Little Book of Twitter Magic. She is also the founder of the Women's Inspire Network and also the program director at We Do Now. Samantha, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for that lovely introduction. And yes, I'm the tweeting goddess. I'm not allowed to use the word Twitter, apparently. So I'm the tweeting goddess. So. Uh, sorry, sorry for that. <laughs> it's my bad because of the jet lag that I have. Oh, <laughs> Apologies. that's okay. That's okay. I mean, people often say, you know, why did you not call yourself Twitter goddess? And I'm like, well, I tried to, but no. <laughs> wasn't allowed so. in our hearts is uh, thing we, we think is that twitter goddess but tweeting goddess is also very nice yeah uh, can you share your story about twitter how did it all start well it started about 10 years ago um i had a different business and i barely had a facebook page and my first business was called funky goddess and it was a gift box it was nothing to do with social media at all and my sister put me on twitter because she did my website she was like oh you you need to go on twitter and i was like I don't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. But as it happened, what happened was um, I got really good. At, I took to it really well. I got really good at it because I want I was actually lonely in the evenings when the children went to bed. So I used to go on in the evenings. And actually, that's one of the busiest times on Twitter. And I just started talking to people and building relationships and following people who I was interested in. And then I started talking about my business and storytelling and stuff like that. And that's really when the magic started happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I was really inspired of uh, your um, how you succeeded on Twitter. Um, shall we start with uh, some of the fundamentals, like, let's say, like the profiles on Twitter? Because I recently uh, relaunched my Twitter uh you know, uh, profile. And then the first thing that we need to do is updating the bio, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and most people don't take it too seriously. No, think about it like this. So if you have a Twitter account, think, hmm, would I follow me? So if you think of it that way, look at your own profile and say, would I follow me? The main thing to get into your profile is a really good headshot, um, a really good banner, and show why I should follow you. Why should I follow you? What Are you going to give me value? Are you going to be tweeting about business? Are you going to give me tips? Are you going to share your knowledge? Are you going to inspire me? Are you going to give me hope? So how how... How you portray yourself on Twitter is going to decide whether you're going to get someone to click follow or not. So once you start getting those followers, they'll become your biggest brand advocates and engaging with them is really important as well. So if someone does follow you, thank them for following you and so on. Mm-hmm. The first intention from people is to write what they do in terms of work, right? Like the strategic director at X company or like a brand manager at Y company. Uh, would that be enough to write on the bio bio or should we give some more information? Oh, always put your superpower on there. Uh, if you've won awards, say award winning stra- uh, brand strategist, um, author, speaker, because if people are searching for speaker, you know, you will come up as a speaker. So it's not like LinkedIn. This is not your CV. 
this is LinkedIn's living room. So if you can think of it as LinkedIn's living room, you have decision makers, journalists. So whatever you're an expert in, put that expertise into your bio. You know, um, I help people to shine online. I Like I have nice people collector in my bio. And you see, that shows my human side and it kind of makes me more approachable. So people are more likely to follow you. So put in a little bit about yourself. Like if you love hiking or reading, you're going to attract people like that because you want to enjoy Twitter as well. It's not all about work. So, you know, just by you showing a little bit of the human side as well, like these people on Twitter, it's a real community vibe. So a lot of people don't realize that. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of writing the perfect tweets, let's say, uh, do you have any, uh, you know, rule or any kind of, uh, you know, special formula to uh, craft the perfect tweets? Yes. Okay. So first of all, you want to get a good headline. So, you know, wow, I can't believe this, or this is amazing, or I'm so happy, you know, start with a feeling and then you put whatever it is, or really excited to announce my Twitter workshop, put the link to the workshop, put a photograph. You can also use hashtags. So let's say it's a Twitter workshop, use hashtag Twitter tips or business tips or social media. Um, but always pictures are more likely to be retweeted than no picture. So always put a photograph or a video. You can use a video and it has to be two um, minutes, 20 seconds long for Twitter, but actually just do one like 30 seconds long, short form video. And um, they work really well on Twitter, but imagery is so powerful. And, it, you know, make it Twitter size as well, because, you know, some people put like Instagram size and they put 20,000 hashtags. Just use two to three hashtags on, on mm -hmm. a tweet uh, and also the time of the tweet is very important so do it at a time when people are online which is usually when the children have gone to bed usually in the evening when you're watching tv or whatever netflix and you take out your phone just to have a little scroll uh, think about the timing as well Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned a very nice thing about photos and videos. Uh, for some other platforms, let's say like Instagram, we know that reels and videos are quite a lot popular and then the reach of the reels is quite high. Yeah. Um, so um, is there any specific reason uh, that videos and photo photos are working well on Twitter? Because well, I mean, mm -hmm. in, the, in the feed. So if you're scrolling, you know, you're going to stop at a photograph more quicker than you're going to stop at text, you know, so um, the opposite is true with LinkedIn, apparently, if you do no photo on LinkedIn, it does better. Hmm. So there you okay. go, apparently. But um, yeah, Twitter is it's 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 about, um, you know, using the tweet so that and to get as much information in there as possible within 280 characters, but to get all the information they need and always put a call to action, always put a call mm -hmm. to action. Now, that's like if I was doing seven tweets a day for a client, seven mm -hmm. tweets a day, because you have different times, you have the morning, you have the commute, you have the coffee break, you've got lunchtime, you've got different times where people are online. Um, if I'm trying to target moms, I will always mm -hmm. do the tweet about 15 minutes before the school run pickup time, because what are moms doing in their cars? They're mm -hmm. on their phones, right? So think you have to think about your audience. So it depends on your audience as to what time you would be tweeting. But also, if I was doing seven tweets, only two of those would be driving traffic to the website or a call to action, buy now, order now. 
you know, check it out. Uh, the other tweets would be, you know, uh, telling a story about someone else or maybe sharing someone else's article or adding value, maybe some tips, you know, so or, or maybe a sunset you see on the way home. Like it's not about business, business, business all the time. <laughs> you mentioned that we start with the feeling to write the perfect tweet, and then there should also be a call to action. Mm -hmm. So how can a call to action be on a tweet? Uh, can you give like a, you know, a basic example? Like my workshop, I have a, an online Twitter workshop coming up. So, you know, I would put up the details and then I would just put the link to the event in the tweet. And you can <laughs> make it bitly and shorten it. Um, but you just put the link as a call to action in the tweet. <laughs> Perfect. Um, also, like in terms of uh, the frequency of the posts, for example, we know that LinkedIn at LinkedIn um, doing like more than one post per day uh, is not too good, is not too hard for the platform. Uh, but Twitter, for that case, Twitter is not the same, I guess, right? I mean, you can tweet more than once in a day and it's you say it's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, it mm -hmm. depends on your audience, of course, you know, uh, and how many followers you have. But I have 66,000 followers, so I can get away with it. But if I was doing it for a client, it would still be the same. I'd be doing them at different times because there are different people on Twitter at different times. So uh, it depends on the target audience. It depends on, you know, the people you're trying to reach. But also the most conversations are happening at nighttime. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's also about getting involved in other. It's not about me at all. It's about my audience. I go and I mm -hmm. see how is Mary? How are you? How are you a tear? I haven't seen you tweeting in a long time. You know, it's like, how are you doing? It's about you know, and you use Twitter lists for that. You can actually create Twitter lists of all different people. Like I have mm -hmm. members of my Women's Inspire Network. I like to keep an eye on them, see is there a way I can help them today. And when you help others, it's actually, I actively look out for people I can help. And mm -hmm. when you help others, um, they will remember that and they'll help you back. <laughs> uh, so we know that the, the character limit is 260 characters, uh, 280 characters for Twitter. Uh, I read somewhere that if you want to obtain greater engagement, your tweet should contain between seven to 70 to 100 characters. Is that the case? Uh, what do you experience? I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but um, I, I just do whatever's in my head. I don't even count the characters. I just make sure it all fits. I, I, I've never looked at that, to be honest. Um, but it's funny, you know, sometimes I can do something fun like, um, you know, eggs are great. I can just and say something it. like eggs are, eggs are great. And then everyone going, oh yeah, you know, I make omelets. And you can start a conversation or asking a question is a great way to get engaged. But I remember, you know, with the pandemic, you know, us ladies, any ladies listening to this or watching this, you know, I wanted makeup, but I didn't want heavy makeup. So I wanted tinted moisturizer, you know? So I did a tweet. I said, ladies, what's the best twin tinted moisturizer? And the response I got, so many people came in with their own ideas. And that was a huge opportunity for a brand to jump into the conversation and say, actually, Ladies, we have a new tinted moisturizer. Use Twitter magic discount code if you want to try it, you know? So that was a huge opportunity for someone mm -hmm. like that to do. Um, and, and Twitter polls are another way, like, but just asking a question, um, what did I say? I said something the other day and I got a lot of response to it. 
and I can't remember what it was. I said something like, you know, Ireland is beautiful when the sun shines. And then I put up a, a little video of, you know, the sunshine. And people want to be inspired. They, they, they need hope. They need some positivity. So it's about what you put in the tweet rather than the length of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's, that's a perfect example and i would like to see ireland one day on the sunset <laughs> <laughs> i do lots <laughs> yeah 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 or we can check your tweet on that <laughs> yes exactly um so um since you have so many followers and you have high engagements uh this is, uh, this is like a no-brainer for me for you but uh how what are some things that can increase increase engagement and following on twitter for people that are starting up now Okay, for people who are starting out, asking a question or asking for help. So mm -hmm. let's say you're new to Twitter. You could say, okay, I listened to the podcast with a deer and tweeting goddess, and now I don't know what to do, but tag tweeting goddess, tag a deer, a tear, and then, you know, what will happen is that will come up in my notifications. And then I'll go in and I'll say, everybody, let's welcome Mary to Twitter. You know, so asking a question, the Twitter community loves to see new people coming into Twitter because they think it's the coolest platform ever. So if they see someone new that doesn't know what to do, they'll jump in with tips and everything. And so the best thing to do is to say, hi, I'm new to Twitter. What should I do next? Or has anyone any good tips or who should I follow? You know, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. So ask a question, mm -hmm. ask for help. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, what are the things that people do a lot, but it's a mistake to do on the platform? Like, what are oh, the things that? Loads of those. Okay. Um, auto DM. So auto direct, automated direct messages. I mm -hmm. hate them. It's like, oh, thanks for following me. Uh, go to my Facebook page or here's my website or, you know, trying to sell to me straight away. And I'm like, I don't want to go to Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I mean, you haven't even said hello to me. You haven't even, you know, thank me in public for following you. You know, don't thank me by DM, an automated message. And I actually did a Twitter poll on this and only 78% of people, 78% of people said they don't reply or respond to a DM that they actually unfollow the person who sends mm -hmm. them an auto DM. Um, another mistake is connecting Instagram or Facebook to Twitter. So just posting on Instagram and then goes straight to Twitter. So all that comes up to me on Twitter is I've just posted a photo on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean anything to me. I don't want to go to, I don't want to click on it because I don't know who you are, you know, whereas if you, and also I won't follow you because you're obviously only on Instagram. You're never going to have a conversation with me. So on Twitter, we like conversations. Now you're only like a lot of people have a fear around Twitter because they only see the bad tweets that are shown on the news and they only show the bad stuff but there's lots of really really positive beautiful stories of kindness on twitter you know where people have actually changed lives and um, so it's about finding the right people so even if you want someone is listening to this now and you want to tweet to me tweeting goddess and say look i'm looking for people who do x y and z who would those people be i can, can connect you with those people and then go and have a look at their twitter list go and have a look and see who they're speaking to and they're like follow people you admire mm -hmm. and see what they're doing and watch someone like me and there's lots of other people out there that are doing it really well um, and i always do tag cool people on twitter you know that are entertaining like like people that go to twitter they want to be entertained they want to learn and they want to be inspired um, and they want the news live as it happens. So if something happens 
in a country in the news, I will go straight to Twitter to find out more. You use uh, Twitter spaces a lot. Mm. Uh, and I think this is something that not many people are leveraging uh, at the moment. Uh, can you share a few tips about Twitter spaces? For which purposes can we use it? And what, what can we do with that? I'm going to turn my phone on to show people just yeah, our, yeah, sure. people see this. Yeah, because um, just to show them what Twitter spaces looks like. So Twitter spaces are social audio. So it's like you're listening to a radio show, but you can actually join in the conversation. So it's like mm -hmm. a, a show, but you can actually join in, ask questions and stuff. So it's only your voice. So you can be sitting in your pajamas. You can have no makeup on. You can just be relaxed and nobody will see. You. I'm actually doing a Twitter space at 1 p.m. today. So I could just sit there and relax and, and just do it. So it's great. It's social audio. I'll just show you what it looks like if you ever see um, on your Twitter. I'll show you what it looks like on your Twitter so you'll know. Um, so here we go. So, so you go into your phone and you find your Twitter icon. And there. So your Twitter, click on that. Now, so this is my Twitter. Welcome to my world. And you go to home. Okay. <laughs> now, you see there's home and there's search and then there's this little microphone thing. Yeah. You click on that. That will show you all of the Twitter spaces that are happening right now. Oh, perfect. And you can join whenever, whatever you like, right? Yes. Let me find one that's kind of normal. <laughs> uh, la, 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 something that's not too controversial. A lot of NFTs. To, okay. Networking happy hours. So if I click in that, that will take me to the space, the Twitter space. Oh, perfect. And it's connecting. And in here, you will see lots of people. See all the people? They're all. Uh -huh. And I, I can click start listening. Yeah. Actually from the UK, but I like to uh, do the American accent. So I can click leave. So you've all different people in there. I have a video on my YouTube on how to use Twitter spaces, but that is oh, what okay. Twitter spaces are. And if you sometimes see circles at the top of your feed, they're also, I'm going to sneeze. Sorry. I thought I was going to sneeze. Okay. So <laughs> sorry about that. So um, at the top, you would see little circles on your, I can't see any at the moment. So, but sometimes you will see circles like, you know, like Instagram stories <laughs> and that's actually Twitter spaces. Or if you see a purple haze, if you go to my profile and you see a purple haze around it, then <laughs> you will see that means I'm in a Twitter space. So <laughs> just so you know, it is, um, it's very, very powerful. You can build some really, really good relationships in Twitter spaces and you can I do a space a networking tea and coffee Twitter space and you can come mm -hmm. up to the stage you can say what you do um, it's really lovely it's a great way to get new followers as well <laughs> it's, a, it's a similar experience like Clubhouse I guess right <laughs> absolutely absolutely but the difference with Twitter is Twitter spaces is you already have your audience on Twitter and the people who are there have been longer than the people in Clubhouse you know, chances are they've been on Twitter for years. So they're more likely to join in. They're more likely to be um, a slightly older demographic. So mm -hmm. 35 to 55 and the highest growing demographic are the over 55s. You have a lot of journalists as well that would jump into a Twitter space that they're on Twitter. So you have a lot more people 
a clubhouse is only around a year and a half or so. I, I'm not sure, but Twitter's been around for a long time. Yeah, and people use Twitter much often. I mean, it's not only for Twitter spaces, you can use it for many other purposes. I think that's also another reason to use Twitter spaces. Yeah, yeah, it's powerful. Um, and the thing is, people would probably say, well, why are we talking about Twitter? Like, uh, I'm using Instagram for my business, but Twitter is powerful, powerful. It's changed my whole life. I'm just turning off my phone again so it doesn't ring or something while I'm doing this. Um, but like, you can get... I always say Instagram is for window shopping. Twitter is for sales. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get uh, connected with good people who uh, are also in business, if you're definitely trying to target small business owners, a lot of small business owners use Twitter because it's free mm-hmm. and because it's effective for them because they, they can show that human side. They can show behind the scenes and it works really well because people on Twitter have more money. So there's professional urban they're more likely to click by now most of my sales even if I do a campaign for a client most of the donations to a crowdfunding campaign for example came from Twitter that's an interesting insight yeah Um, so uh, thinking about the platform so in that case how can we find those ideal clients uh, on Twitter you on our previous conversation you showed me about your lists that you are using them Uh, can you share that with us also yeah, um, Twitter lists are really powerful. Uh, let me see. I'm not in my Twitter at the moment, um, but like if you find someone that's interesting to you, that could be a potential client. Like, let's say you do a tweet about, um, you know, branding. Maybe you ask a question about branding and someone answers and they say, well, actually, this really confuses me. I would add that person to a Twitter list for your next branding workshop. Hmm. I would create a, a private Twitter list and I would say branding workshop. This person might need it. They might come along or branding webinar, you know, so anyone that replies to these things, they're all potential. I'll give you an example. I went to a spa last week mm-hmm. and I did a tweet saying, I can't wait to go to the spa. And loads of people replied and said, oh my God, I'd love to go. I wish I could go. I've never been there, blah, blah, blah. They are all potential clients for that spa. So if I was at spa, I would have put all of those people on a Twitter list and I would have kept engaging with them throughout the year. And then the odd time, if there was an offer, I would have said, hey, uh, Jane, um, just you mentioned you'd never been to Monarch before. Here's a, a special offer we have at the moment. And but you've already built up a relationship with Jane. You don't just DM her like that. You, you, you build a relationship with her first. So you maybe retweet Jane or maybe engage with her and say, oh, that looks lovely or well done or stuff like that and build relationships it's not about just it's not about me at all it's about looking after my audience my community actually not my audience my community I mm-hmm. built a community around me a community of people I can trust I, I know that if I went to a different country and one of my if I went to Turkey I know I, I can say hey guess what I'm gonna be in Turkey and you'll probably meet me for a cup of coffee I always take the relationship from Twitter to a Zoom call or email or a cup of tea. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I think the, one of the mistakes, you know, reflecting uh, from your the words that you said now, one of the mistakes that brands do is that uh, they see these platforms, especially Twitter, as a platform to create content. But the first strategic approach, I think, thinking about what you said right now, the first approach is that this is not a platform to, to create content on. Actually, this is a platform to build relationships, right? It actually both, right? Because yes, people won't follow you unless you're putting out interesting content. So you do have to do both. Um, you do have to create content, but it's about engaging with the person who engages with that content. So mm -hmm. I have seen people that have put up a tweet about someone, tag them, and the person hasn't even said thank you. You know, and, and, and if I tag a brand, it's not, I'm not getting paid to tag that brand. I, I genuinely like it. And people know that if I say something about a brand, it, it, it's not something I'm getting paid for because I do like to promote other Irish businesses in particular. So the, the mistake that bigger companies are making, they're not engaging with their audience. They're not thanking them. They're not looking after them and maybe retweeting them. But that's from higher up where they think, oh, you you're not allowed to retweet someone else. I've, I've heard it so many times, but that's crap because you really need to look after your, 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 these are potential customers. So why can't you make them feel good every now and then? If you create a community around your brand, so it's about engaging. It's not about just broadcasting and it's not about just um using it as a customer complaints tool. You know, people will always respond when you complain. But what about if Mary, um, I remember I had a hotel account and I went through all the people who'd been to the hotel before that had tweeted about it. So I went back to Mary and I said, oh, hi, Mary, how are you doing? Because she had a tweet up about some charity event she did. And so the hotel went in and said, well done, Mary. Looks like it was a great event. And Mary was like, oh, my God. You know, the hotel is talking to me, you know, so it made Mary feel good. And then we were like, oh, we haven't seen you in a while. How are you doing? And she went, actually, have you any offers at the moment? I'd love to go down again. So then she booked right there and then on Twitter for the link that I sent her to book. So, you know, it's about engaging with your with your community. It's not about you. It's not about the brand. It's about you looking after the followers, looking after the people who love your brand already, especially the ones who love your brand, especially anyone who says, I love this tea. You want to look after them. So maybe you could send them some some swag bag uh, stuff or maybe you could send them something, you know, look after it. I don't think the big brands really know how to use Twitter. And that's why I've actually trained bigger companies on how to use Twitter because they don't understand it. So, you know, it's not just you and me, people like you and me, it's actually bigger brands really don't know how to use it properly. Uh, one of the examples that I have on my side is I'm an, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Blue Bottle Coffee. Uh, it's a coffee chain, uh, and then I tweet, uh, I put an Instagram post uh, about one of their, uh, one of their, um, you know, campaigns because I loved it a lot as a marketing expert. And then underneath, they put only like a, so it's blue bottle. So they put only like a blue heart underneath my post. That was it. I mean, that was that simple. And I mean, although I knew, I know that there's a social media expert behind it because I'm a marketer and I know all these details, but even that small little heart uh, took my heart, you know, I mean, that's even like a small gesture is helping uh, a lot. Uh, I can tell you. But if, if I was running that account, I wouldn't mm -hmm. have just given you a blue heart. I would have said, 
a tear, use their name, a tear. Thank you so much for the lovely post, you know, and I would have shared your post to our stories. You know, it's it's uh-huh. like, like, I mean, I have tagged a bus company a few times. I've tagged airlines and like they should retweet them. They should say, well, look, Tweeting Goddess has 66,000 followers and she loves our brand. I mean, it makes them look good, right? So there's so many things, missed opportunities there for a brand to really make you feel even more special. If I was them, actually, I would DM you and ask for your address and send you a voucher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's that's, and talking about this, it's that simple, right? I mean, just using the, that person's name or sending a small voucher, like a coffee voucher and so on. It's, it's very simple things that most of the brands are not leveraging at all at the moment. If you are starting on Twitter, asking questions is a good way to start or just sharing some of the moments like sunset is really nice in Dublin and so on. Uh, and I, actually, I got connected to you by asking a question to my audience on LinkedIn uh, because I, I was hoping to start uh, my Twitter journey again after many years. And then I asked and I wanted to um, you know, interview someone for Twitter to learn more about Twitter. And I asked the audience, OK, do you know a Twitter expert and everybody replied and many people just tweeted your uh, shared your name as the tweeting goddess uh so uh, thank that's you so that, much that's interesting what you said there sorry just you did ask a question but when people tag someone else that's another great way like you could ask do it does anyone know a branding expert does anyone know so if you need somebody most people on Twitter will tag people and the more per- people that tag the same person then you know you're the right person but the reason they know that is because I have done that for them as well. If I see someone asking a question and I can't help them, I tag someone who I know can help them. And I do that for journalists. Just a little tip before I go, hashtag journal request, journal request. If you go to that on Twitter, there's journalists there, they have deadlines and they're always looking for experts. So if you're listening to this and you're an expert in your niche, definitely check that out as well, because there are lots of, one of my, one of my members of Women's Inspire Network, uh, replied and she got featured in Forbes last week. Wow, amazing. I'll also put this on the notes of the show. Brilliant. Thank you for being with me and thank you for answering my questions. Uh, so uh, my pleasure. Yeah, maybe we will talk about some other topics on the next episode. Who knows? Uh, it was a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you. <laughs>